Welcome to the Wrestling Podcast, that latest a Smackdown. This is Malice Smack Talk. I am Masonic Vader, your host, coming live or recorded live from an actual pod. There you go. This is a special event, guys. It's a pod. Wow. Putting the pod in podcast, aren't we? Yes, sir. I'm laying the podcast down. Thank you very much. <laughs> With me always, I have Mind Freak. What's up, everybody? Here, let's drop some elbows. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a great podcast. It is. <laughs> yes. And then, of course, the bearded one, Marty. How's it going now that the Masonic Vaser has checked into the SmackDown Hotel? It's time to get this rolling. God, I hope it's the real SmackDown Hotel because there's been some variations of that song I don't want to be in. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could tell you that if you've never been in a pod before, it's actually quite spacious, but at the same time, quite confining. It's I can't explain it. And uh, I think by the end of the uh, end of the weekend, I'm probably going to lose 20 pounds just by sweating. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, this is going to be good times. Anyways, so welcome to the podcast. Before we get things started, I just want to take a second to uh, thank uh, Malice Corp, Malice Hypen Corp, for letting us to uh, do our thing every week. We sorry we missed you for a couple weeks, but these guys uh, are always got our back. Uh, check out the website at Malice Hypen Corp. Uh, on there, you'll be able to find uh, links to all the other podcasts, including the uh, main one that's happening tomorrow night at 8 p.m., which, uh, well, in your case, we've already missed it. So Friday night's 8 o'clock on Twitch. Uh, check us out. It's a, it's a great cast. Then, of course, um, check out all the other ones like Quest for 100, uh, Ner um, Nerd Mosh Pit, just a bunch of stuff. You guys are going to enjoy it. And thank you very much for Malice Corp. And, and then I'm also going to apologize in advance because this is happening from my phone, not my computer, not my pad, but my phone. So that's why I have the dorky earphones on. That's why there's going to be crazy bat cam angles going all night. And that's why Marty's going to be running the show and I'm going to be giving comedy relief from the pod. Man, so I feel like I should have got you a picture of myself, gotten Derek a gold Rolex, giving you a picture of myself a la Rock Farouk. And nation domination and the rock stepping up and taking the spotlight just saying should have got you a picture to send this man man i feel like d-lo brown also come on now take it easy <laughs> but but all right so let's uh marty marty's gonna be helping me out tonight uh, i usually host but tonight's a little bit different for me so marty's gonna help us out with the what we're gonna be talking about tonight and we're gonna throw in the two cents feel free to always make sure that when you watch us on youtube to like us subscribe to us also put comments in there as please because we love reading the stuff you guys give us and we take all the suggestions and try to roll with it as much as we can uh and uh once again thank you so much so uh marty why don't you uh, take over for us and uh let us know what's going on tonight getting ready to seize your first opportunity to come into the ring and start grandstanding and hot dogging yeah i can't help it that i look good smell good Woo! can't dance all night long when we speak, our voices are heard. We all say, I bring it. Oh, man, I feel like Michael Cole's finally taking a sick day and the better talent of Corey Graves has stepped in Phil Shoes. <laughs> you just went full Saxon, sir. Full hey, Saxon. Hey, 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 hey. You're the call-in tonight, literally. So wow, you don't get to say in. anything. Look at that. Wow, so, so wait, I, I, hey, I feel like this is part, wait, wait. This is like Hyper Pit, and someone's making a call, and I'm supposed to be over the phone. Oh, yeah, this is Hogan here, brother. Oh, uh, yeah, it's going to be a great weekend here uh, down at the Cow Palace. Oh, uh, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> funny you mentioned him calling it in and phoning it in because it's no different than phoning it in every other week when we do a podcast. So uh, good job there. Hopefully you have some content to go in with that pod. Uh, so let's start this well, off. I, I know I've got more hair. Oh, moving on. Hey, I'm bald and I'm proud. Move on. <laughs> you know who else is bald and proud? You know who else is? Your the good rock. old boy. Your, no, not the rock. The uh, <laughs> good old boys, the no flips, uh, real wrestlers. Oh, my. oh <laughs> no. your favorite your favorite tag team. You, don't you have a shirt of theirs? That's awesome. I oh, believe yeah. I do. I believe I do. And you know what? You have a shirt from a, a loss as well. 
and we'll get into this a little bit later because you have a shirt of Carmella and Carmella is on fire right now. Just oh, dude! Right now. <laughs> hey, we'll hold on. You know that. what? Before we, before we get it, get it started, um, seven second dance break. Let's go! Boom. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was right, dying. I, well, I know we'll get to that. I was dying that whole segment. <laughs> oh man, it's a fantastic. So now that we're talking about losses and t-shirts. Uh, we haven't had a show in a couple weeks. Uh, we apologize for that delay. Uh, when we are back, we're going to hit all cylinders, and we're going to talk about a little bit what we've done in the past. And if you don't know, two weeks ago, we had the WWE Superstar Showdown down in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, to me, I thought it was a pretty decent card, not too bad. Uh, we did have our picks that we made on our pre-show, our prediction show that is on Twitch.tv, um, as well as all our other channels. So we had a show. We had... Uh, Looks like a, a tie for last place. Uh, there's only three of us, so that means one of us held high as the winner. We'll get to that in a moment. But the losers got four losses. Managed to get six wins, four losses. Um, Sonic Vader, Mind Freak, would you like to explain yourselves? That's actually a D, which means it's a passing grade. I haven't failed yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's a but tie, I will, so. I, hey, I, I will, I will take credit in saying I did call the homers. Let me tell you, they gave up, they gave the homers, uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, and of course, uh, uh, two hundred five lives new champ, so uh, Buddy Murphy. So at least I called the homers. They, they, you did, you did. I was, I myself was actually surprised that they gave it to you, the Iconics. Was, uh, yeah, you, you called that one. I really thought they were gonna make them lose since they made Buddy win, and that was fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah. But, I mean, as far as as far as the picks go, uh, I myself stood at top seven two, and you guys came in second and third place, tied uh, at six you mean and four. Seven three. How do you uh, have nine? Yeah, you check. Yeah. Wow. Did I did I get that Someone wrong? Needs to check that score wrong? again, yeah, dude. It was nine matches, and we're at six and four for ten matches. Wow, Marty! I think I think Recount. the fix is in, buddy. Recount. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Um, yeah, we definitely are. You know what? So it was, one, it was by one match. By one match. <laughs> um, yeah, we're just gonna leave it at that one. It's a it's been a late night. Let's just go with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> overall, though, what did you guys think about the card and the show in general? I uh, I actually thought the it was okay. Uh, once again, I did call the the main event was going to be Triple H and Undertaker, and uh, I hate to admit it, man. It, 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 I I hate to say I told you so, but man, Undertaker's gas tank is not where it used to be, man. It was a little rough again. Uh, really? Because I thought that he did a pretty damn good job, and yeah. it actually was kind of entertained by the Undertaker in this match. Uh, oh yeah. I don't I, I don't know. Once again, it's coming off the fact that we've we've lived and grown up with these guys and uh obviously not the quality that we're used to seeing them on. And I get it. He's old. They're both old. They're not hitting the ring all the time. I just it it was it was good to see it. Um I, I can't believe they're gonna push it forward to another pay per view later on with DX versus the brothers, but I mean all in all the, the pay per view for me was fun. Uh, I like the matches. I like the fact that they did give it to the homers. Man, the pops were awesome, especially Buddy Murphy. Uh, the Iconics was just kind of like a fun one to give away. Uh, so all in all, it was a it was a it was a pretty decent show. Uh, I wouldn't call it my favorite, uh, but it was de- I I had fun. Yeah, overall. Yeah, overall, I, I I enjoyed it. I mean, there were some like walls and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, with what we call with you know what was going to pop, what wasn't. Um, and for what it was for something out of the U.S. and them flying out for was like a twenty-hour flight or something like that, I I thought it was pretty good. Not not the best. I mean, there's been some other pay-per-views um, this year that have been better, but then this one was better than a couple of them. Not to name them, but we all know which ones. Um, but just overall, I I enjoyed it. Nice watching. You know, I was trying trying to. Uh, like keep a freeze out, like not check Instagram or Twitter or anything, just to see what happened, so I could watch it without getting any spoilers or anything like that. So it was a little, that was the only part that was a little tough. So, uh, so did you guys either one of you guys watch it live, or did you guys wait till it was on later? I, I was in bed, dude. I had to work. 
Yeah, no, I wasn't waking up for that, man. I saw it the next day. <laughs> all right, I, all right. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, 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 I thought about it, but I was just like, honestly, man, I wasn't, I wasn't too stoked about the matches in general. I, I already told you about the Triple H and how I felt about that, but as a whole, it just, if it was, if it was SummerSlam, if it was one of the major pay-per-views, I probably would have watched it live, but because it was just one of those in-betweens and them trying to establish it. I kind of, I kind of knew what would come from it at least, and I knew the pops were good. The Homer pops were good to see. Yeah, uh, I mean, we talked about Undertaker, Triple H, and you talked about how he kind of was gassing out the end. And if you didn't realize this, the Undertaker match was damn near a thirty-minute long match. I mean, yeah, I could see him gassing out. I mean, it was a thirty-minute match. His last match at WrestleMania was a two-minute forty-five-second match, you know, and <laughs> the match before that was a much longer. Um, so I think, I mean, I, I think the story they told was a great story. I was, well, I, I you know, I think we, we all went across the board and said Taker and Kane were going to get this win. Obviously, they didn't. Uh, but the turn at the end, I thought was fantastic. Was expecting mm-hmm. a turn at some point, uh, but no, I thought that was great. I think that I, I'm actually excited for this. Uh, I'm excited to see. You know Shawn Michaels in the ring. Um, I don't think he's going to be as as uh, rusty as expected. I think the fact that he's been working the performance center for as long as he has been the last year and a half, and training and, and with the with the new talent coming in and practicing with that, I, I think he's kind of broken the ring rust off a little bit. He's probably still going to have some because he hasn't gone full match. Uh, but I think he took some of them bumps that that Taker. You know, obviously threw him to a table. Um, he, you know, thought it was a pretty decent match. Um, I mean, there's a lot of good matches on the card. We saw John Cena come back. Obviously, he got the win. We all expect that to happen. Wait, wait, wait. I, John Cena was there? I thought that was John Bradford. I thought that was JBL. No. <laughs> no. It wasn't JBL, but it was looking like, a, you know, a Terminator, uh, Arnold wow. Schwarzenegger. Right. Um, JB, that was that was a straight JBL haircut, and you know it. <laughs> so have you have you seen the picture that have side by side or the the progression yeah, that's of the, John Cena right now turning into Undertaker? So... Yeah, I mean, I'm, trying, I'm sorry, the Terminator. It's yeah, uh, it just yeah. progressively turning into Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it's fantastic. Um, I, I do, I do go really quick. I do agree with you on the Shawn Michaels saying. I know he's not going to go through full pre Bella though. Uh, he he'll be a little rusty, but like you said, because he's been in the uh, performance center, I think he's going to be uh, much better. I think it's going to be an entertaining match. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but the one you, I would say the one, bring, the one... You, you keep bringing that up that that wasn't necessarily her fault all the way. But no, wait, not, wait, wait, no, on. no, not, I'm not the talking about Morgan the kid. One. But the ones the two weeks prior were her. Fault. Yes, I know. Oh the yeah, you know that they, they, they were. The, the, if the you're stage, referring to the Liv Morgan the, one, that wasn't her. <laughs> no, no. I'm, the other two, I'm yes, I will to, agree with that. Yeah, I'm referring to the one where she jumps out of the ring and all of a sudden it seemed like gravity just yanked her down. That was yeah. like I, I think Isaac Newton was there looking at an apple falling from a tree or something. That was horrible. Yep, absolutely. So um, there was one match that that had a uh, big kind of outcome on it as far as what's going to go forward. Um, Get your guys' thoughts on Daniel Bryan and The Miz and the number one contendership match. What were your guys' thoughts on that? uh, Mind Freak, you go for it first, buddy. Go for it. You started. Mind Freak, (laughs) go for it, bro. All right. So overall with that match, with the outcome of it – I mean, it was like it was like we talked about, you know. I mean, there could have been a couple different outcomes. It could have been the Miz and AJ, or the Miz and Smojo, but we necessarily really talked much about Daniel Bryan and AJ as much as you know them two fighting for the title. And overall, uh, with this one, given you know their their past the independent scene and all this kind of stuff and what they're able to do in the ring, I'm actually excited for this match just to see what those two guys will be able to do together because both are, pardon the pun, phenomenal. <laughs> uh, performers um, but as far as the story goes um, I mean I know we've been saying it you know I mean I mean I'm an AJ fan I'm not denying it but I mean it's it's close to a year so we, we said all right is he gonna drop it to Rusev no okay well, he's gonna stop, drop it to Samoa Joe no okay well is he gonna drop it to Daniel Bryan and if he does is that further going to progress um, the Miz and Daniel Bryan because on Miz TV a couple weeks ago, Miz like he's like I don't care what happens, I have next up the title, so we'll kind of see the outcome of that where it goes with it. Either way, it's it's going to be good. 
Now Bader. I do have to yeah I have to apologize. Apparently I'm having technical difficulties, so you've got the the mean looking Vader freeze, or maybe it's just my picture. I have no idea. Hey, it's Colin. It's okay. So yeah, there you go. Uh, the high quality uh, small podcast. Um, I do I I want AJ I want AJ Styles to lose the belt. And the only reason why I want them to lose the belt is because I really do think they need to put somebody else in that place. Uh, I know we're going to talk about SmackDown 1000 here in a minute, um, but I'm really like I'm happy to see Daniel Bryan in the championship match because, you know, like they've mentioned before, just like Finn Balor, he's never lost his titles. Uh, he's only lost them because of injury. So it's good that they're getting him in the picture, especially because. You know, with guys coming back with such an injuries like that they are, their shelf life is going to be very, very limited. So it's good that they're getting them in the title run. I, I guess it would be better to see him against AJ Smith. Uh, AJ Smith. Uh, yeah, AJ Styles. Uh, just because of the fact that uh, I think it would be better for him to handle. Uh, Samoa Joe, I think, would be a little much for him. But at the same time, I really want to see Samoa Joe win. So, um I mean, I'm excited for Daniel Bryant, and it's not Miz isn't done either because Miz is 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 still the Miz. He's one of the best heels that they have, and I'm it'll be interesting. They'll probably end up turning into a three way match, uh, just just because that's how WWE goes sometimes. Yeah, I can see this becoming a much bigger match. I, I think that Daniel Bryan's going to be the one that wins this belt and takes it off of um, off AJ Styles, and the fact that by having him do it in Saudi Arabia um, I think it's going to get a major pop out there but this is going to take us through the rest of the winter you know we've been talking how how Daniel Bryan the Miz could potentially be that that feud that gets us through the fall the winter and into Wrestlemania season uh, I think you add AJ and Samoa Joe into it and it becomes a much bigger storyline much bigger feud between the different back and forth you can go with all four of those guys uh, you obviously you have you know if Daniel Bryan wins it he has a title AJ is trying to get his title back and then you have Samoa Joe and The Miz who are trying to vie for their point uh, of getting that title shot and they both feel that they should have a title shot or even carry that title um, so I think you put all four of those guys and a promo together one, it's going to be fantastic on the mic um, but then you put those four guys together and you have a homegrown guy like The Miz versus three indie, indie babies and darlings between Samoa, Joe, AJ Styles, and, and, and Daniel Bryan. So I think between the wrestling, uh, obviously I think The Miz lacks the other three have, whereas on the mic he excels what the three of them don't have. So I think that we're gonna. It could be a great storyline. It'd be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, but I, you know, and we'll get into this towards our our prediction show once uh, the crown jewel comes around. But uh, you know, I think that's going to be an interesting storyline. What happens there? Um, I mean, there really wasn't. I mean, all of the other matches. I mean, there were some solid matches. Was there any matches you you guys that you know you guys want to talk about or discuss at all? I was a little disappointed with the uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte match. How it ended. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, but it shouldn't be. I, I'm happy that she still has a belt, but they shouldn't be doing Becky Lynch that way. They should allow her to have this mean streak, but actually pull off the wins. I think there would have been more credibility to her being champ if they didn't, if they actually let her win versus, oh, let me hit her with the belt and run out the door kind of thing. So it does bring a lot of heat, which is good. So we'll be talking about it next week, I'm sure, with our evolution cast. Uh, but all in all, I was kind of bummed about that ending. I, I really wanted, I want, I really wanted a clear winner, regardless of who did, and just continue pushing that through evolution. Yeah, mind freak. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I was a little disappointed too in how it ended, but then what what's been leading up to, and what, especially what was announced last week too, that they're going to have the first Iron Woman match, which. Could be pretty good. I mean, we've seen some other Iron matches, but I mean, again, it's you know, I mean, I like Charlotte, I like Becky a lot more, but when you have like a lot of these, especially in like the last year, two years, when we have like these big milestone women's matches, Charlotte, in some point, has been part of a good amount of them. Um, especially like the first Hell in a Cell match and all that stuff. So going into the first Iron Woman match, I get the idea, trying to build it up some, but ultimately, that is Becky, not the first Iron Woman match. Let me correct you. Yeah, it's the second one actually. Or third one, I'm yeah. sorry. Third yeah. one. Yeah, you know, Sasha. First, but you know. 
on SmackDown. That first yeah. real one was on Raw between Sasha and Charlotte. That's right. That's so, right. Yeah. And, and the first women's in WWE was, you know, a year and a half prior to that with Sasha and Bailey on NXT. So, and that was the, obviously that was one that like tore the house down and sold oh, the show. Yeah. Dude, uh, that was the no, I, match of the year contender. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I thought, you know, I, it was one of those matches we've talked about in the past where it's one of those matches that is a great match. They have obviously the two of them are great and amazing chemistry together. They are extremely great performers and they do a well job in, in the ring. Um, I, I see your point as far as them, do, you know, so to speak, doing Becky dirty by having her win that way. And I didn't like the way she won either. You know, I obviously I wanted Becky to win. I wanted her to win clean, especially if it put Charlotte down a little bit. Uh, but I, I don't, I'm not against the way they had a window due to the fact that they were doing everything possible to make her come off as a just full blown heel. And, you know, and that was the right decision. It, it was, you know, like you said, it's going to give them heat on the, on the match. Um, obviously, nothing they're going to throw out her is going to give her any heat, so to speak, from heel because the fans love it the more and more they give it. If you look on the opposite side, uh, here it comes. As much as they throw in our way to try to make Roman the babyface, they're doing this, the exact opposite. Do with Becky Lynch making her the the heel. Um, it's not coming off either way. Um, but yeah, no, I, you know, it would have been nice to see it, but I can understand why they did it and the storyline's progressing. And uh, you know, I'm, kind, I, you know, I've been in tune with this feud, and, it's, and I think it's going a great way. Uh, there's yeah, only there's one other thing. Have, have my, really quick i might have to talk a little bit lower because apparently my neighbor upstairs showed up so yeah good times Keep well, going. We, got, we got uh we got a sonic vader on the whisper mic so we got that uh, <laughs> uh no, so, <laughs> so that that's our recap for superstar showdown in melbourne australia uh, there was one outcome that came out of superstar showdown i don't know if you guys saw this at all but it's kind of going to lead into our news for the week um we have a, a top superstar that's on the on the shelf now for up to six months. If you guys didn't see yeah. this, Kevin Owens had double knee surgery this last week. Oh after, yeah, after, yeah. Now he posted those pictures a couple days ago. Yeah. Yeah. So after after his commitment to the showdown, he had a surgery and looking like he's going to be gone for six weeks or six months. Um, so that's. Uh, I think it's a big blow. Yeah, for what I, the from what I remember reading about it, was he was only going in for one, and he ended up getting two. Yeah. So yeah, it sucks too because Kevin Owens, I think, was uh, we're starting to find a niche for him again, and I've always liked Kevin Owens as a performer, as far as like uh, his persona and stuff, especially when they find the right thing. Uh, but now, man, he's on the shelf, man, for six months, if not longer, depending on the severity of the recovery time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, here's but, here's my thoughts on. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Vader. Oh, uh, yeah. I think thoughts. I think I think it was probably going to be your same thoughts because I know it was like a month or so ago. We're talking, you know, when he quit and all that stuff. It's just like, all right, is he quitting? Is it just WWE making him say he's quitting to kind of rebrand him and stuff like that? So if he's going to be gone for six months, it'll be good, you know, to kind of, you know, he'll be off. He'll be at home recovering. Obviously, you know, wish him the best of luck and speed recovering all that stuff. Because I enjoy Kevin Owens as well. But I think at the same time, too, this is a way for WWE to kind of think, all right, what can we do with him? How can we rebrand him as KO? What can we do to, like, help him shoot back up to where he was about a year, year and a half ago? Yeah. Yeah. Same, I was, yeah, same story, same point. You know, we were looking at a month and a half ago. It was like, okay, he's quitting, and all of a sudden he's back the next week. It's like, what was the point of that? And these weren't injury-related. I mean, they might have been a little bit, but these were, like, we're going – like, scheduled surgeries to go in and repair work you know mm -hmm. so my thoughts are the yeah, same thing like they knew it was going to happen but it was like we need to have you in melbourne or whatever it may be they the fans are wanting to see you down there we need to have you on that card let's bring you back and we'll let you go out your 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 repair of injury vacation so to speak and after the the show and i think that's exactly what they've done and if we look at that you know royal rumble is what four months away maybe pushing close to five um they're saying up to six months he if he does it well i don't see kevin Owens being that guy he gets in the ring or gets in the rehab and pt and tries to come back earlier than expected um, but he could make a, a strong effort to try to come back in and um make something happen in Royal rumble but i hope they keep it a secret when he was returned because kevin Owens coming back his music hitting can be an absolute amazing pop um 
So, but that's that's going to one piece of news. Another news, uh, this today was announced by WWE and superstars across the board. Uh, the WWE signed Chelsea Green to the WWE uh, NXT brand, and she's reporting to the Performance Center. I know she's been posting online for a couple weeks now that she's been had a tryout like almost a month ago. Uh, this is a great. She's a great talent out there. She's bringing other stars in. Uh, people. She's got a fan base. Uh, she's obviously in a relationship with Zack Ryder, so whatever that might be, you know, obviously she's got that that built-in following there. Uh, but, you know, they brought, brought the honor. Uh, Perazzo, they you know Tony Storm, so they're they're really going out there and bringing these stars in. That's gonna that's gonna help re, you know, revitalize the NXT women's brand, and I think it's fantastic. Uh, especially we get to see more evolution next week. Uh, other than that, have you guys heard any other news that you guys want to throw in there? Well, I mean, unfortunately, I mean there is some news that we can, but but we're trying to hold off on talking about the evolution. I mean, not evolution, the May Young Classic. Um, if you have kept up to it, there's been some injuries that have happened recently. Unfortunately, uh, one in particular, uh, just throw it out there, Taylor Knox. Uh, she missed the May Young Classic last year because of injury to her right knee. And unfortunately, she suffered an in, uh, injury to her good knee during the May Young Classic. So uh, really sucks there because there was a lot of good talent happening there. I was really excited to see her get in there. Uh, she's going to be part of the future of the uh, women's evolution as they move things forward. But that was a, that was something that happened during the classic, uh, which I know I'm jumping the gun, but that's, that's something I wanted to throw in there for a second, just because that's, that's sucky news. Um, and I, I mean, other than that, you know, there's, there is some stuff about the, the crown jewel. Uh, is it going to continue to happen or whatnot? I mean, trying to keep it not political here and stuff. We try to keep things on the even, but obviously there's a lot of things going on right now in Saudi Arabia to a point where crown jewel might not happen. Uh, the good thing is crown jewel is only a couple matches deep right now. They've got plenty of time to finish it up. Mm-hmm. But I mean, right now we've got the, uh, we've got the, the three-way championship. And then I believe we have, uh, what was the other match? I think it's ladies. The, the right world cup. Oh, the world cup. Yeah. Which that was it, which yeah. yeah which, I, yeah. Later so, on, so yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. There's a possibility that Crown Jewel might not happen. And, uh, and as... from what I heard with that, and just just to briefly touch on it, from what I heard, if for whatever reason it does get canceled, uh, the Triple Threat match will get moved to Survivor Series, and then they'll do the World Cup at a later date. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on. WWE, and this is what I don't understand. They, they signed a phenomenal contract with Fox, or they don't need the money. But now they've sign a contract with uh, Saudi Arabia to do 10 shows there. Uh, and so that's what the thing's going on. But now with the outside interference, if you want to call it that, uh, going on, they might not be able to perform that contract after all, uh, which to me perfectly, I'm fine with because part of the contract is that you don't get to see the full roster. You don't get to see the women wrestle. Like before I was watching wrestling to see, the guys perform some crazy stuff and then see the valets, but now it's, it's complete opposite. Now the women are actually putting in the better matches uh, a, a lot of the times. And I want to see those matches. Uh, I, you know, I thoroughly enjoy watching them because of the fact that they're, they put more, uh, to me, it sometimes seems like the women put more heart and soul into the, uh, the matches than the men do. Yeah. I can't disagree with you on that one. Um, so that's going to, um, kind of end our news segment for the day and for the week uh, we can kind of go into uh this week's shows you know if you're if you're watching wwe this week uh there hasn't been too much really going on as far as like content and the wrestling side uh raw has kind of just been recapping and rehashing the same storylines for the last few months biggest things that basically cover raw were going to be the shield and dogs of war which we saw the interaction between them one-on-ones one-on-ones and then you know the six men tag at the end of them at the end of the show um there was a couple things uh the, well, the, i would say the two biggest things go ahead i was going to say just to make it quick you know with raw and stuff like that um the only thing i found interesting like you mentioned the rehashing the hashtag at the end of the raw you had drew mcintyre leaving the ring without his belt without Dolph. so i'm not sure if they're setting something up with that if they're going to put split them up and give drew his push i don't know but we'll see what happens later on down the road that was just my two cents on that yeah i mean so you mentioned that uh, but then you also have Dean Ambrose walk off on his own. So 
they're kind of building a storyline of who basically who's going to turn. And that's kind of where they're going down, you know, because everyone's mm-hmm. thinking it's going to be Dean Ambrose. And everyone's hoping that it's not. Everyone's thinking that it could be Drew McIntyre. And I would say most people are hoping that it is because then it puts Drew McIntyre away from that tag team and, and basically lets him have that solo run, uh, which I think that he'd be an amazing talent to go with the solo run. I'd rather see him than see you know, like Braun Strowman are back you know, going for that title again. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would say like the biggest storyline from the men's side would be the fact that we have that storyline between them and, and who's going to leave. Um I really don't hope. I really hope that Dean Ambrose doesn't doesn't go and something gets cleared out. I feel like this may be a work for the three of them to make them think to make you know Dogs of War think that Dean Ambrose is on the verge of, of busting and taking off, um, and then he, they come back in at at this match they're going to have at Crown Jewel or not Crown Jewel um, when they when they get eventually get to that point where they have the six of them in a, in a big match. Um, Survivor Series with Survivor Aaron Series coming outside you know? and uh, and I think Aaron. that they're going to show that three of them are stronger than ever, and I think that's what it comes down to. Uh, Vader, do you have any thoughts on on the two between Dean uh, Dean Ambrose and Drew McIntyre? Yeah, I'm not. I I'm not digging the uh, the thing what they're doing with uh, Dean Ambrose right now. I really don't like it. Uh, the shield has proven that they can go as a team and also solo. I don't think you need to dismember the shield because of the fact that they just don't need to be together. And I don't think you need to fracture it the way they do. Uh, like you said, I'm a big fan of seeing Drew McIntyre go solo. It's great that he gave him a, tam- a championship belt to start off with, but I'm done with it. I mean, Drew's uh, Dolph Ziggler should have another tag team partner. I think they should really cut the reins with, uh, with Drew McIntyre and really get him into the, uh, belt i mean he's done nothing but solid stuff since he's come back to the wwe and barring an injury that set him out for a little bit uh that's 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 what wwe needs right now especially because brock lesnar is about to cut because of the fact he does have his championship or he has his ufc match here pretty soon and depending on how uh, good that comes out who knows if we'll see him as much so i'd rather see someone like a drew mcintyre who will give you night in and night out quality matches quality mic skills and is deserving of getting a belt around his waist yep absolutely agree um i would say the two biggest promos from the night uh are surrounding the women and evolution essentially we had you know and we had the one with ronda rousey and the bellas and that goes to last week and kind of goes back to superstar showdown how we talked about you know, the Bellas were essentially going to end up turning on Ronda. We didn't get it at the showdown, but we got it the next night on Monday Night Raw. Um, they had, I, I mean, I to start the, the promo off, I thought that Ronda looked really weak on the mic. But as it progressed, once the Bellas came out, whether it was a, a light switch went off or a fire lit up under her ass, but she actually may not be, you know, I may not have cared for the content of it all, but her promos came off a lot smoother, a lot clearer, and it went to and gave a point uh, compared with a, that, that promo from her started off at. At first, I'm just like, you know, a whiny girl out there crying and complaining and just like begging for help and for them to come mm-hmm. out. And then all of a sudden, it turned into a promo. I was like, okay, now I can listen. Um, and the ballot, oh, I thought ballot game. I was about to say, it goes to what we've said about Ronda Rousey. Get her away from coming out smiling and saying thank you for cheering for me and stuff. I get it. it you're, you're very appreciative of the of what you have now. But now you take that off. Like the first part of it, she was just talking about, oh, my gosh, why did you turn me? When she let out the gloves and started talking smack, that's when – I mean, come on now. I mean, I mean – your it, men's but- names. It's it's even it's even when it goes back to like almost any time she come out it's like it's all smiles then it's that's all it is. She's Byron Saxon in it. I'm just. Saying. <laughs> nice. If you watch, if you watch Byron Saxon on the on the on the on the table, mm-hmm. anytime that Corey starts shooting off at him, he gets this like bitter like oh you make fun of me okay and then also it's like smiles it's like. <laughs> What really? Like, come on! Yeah, I will say she she did have the good one-liner where she was like, "The only doors you opened were the bedroom doors to your men's." 
<laughs> and then John Cena closed one. <laughs> to my next point of that. Here we are talking about the evolution, the women's revolution. We're going to have this all women's pay-per-view. We're getting away from the fact that women have been sexualized in the, in the wrestling industry and women are here for their talent and their skill. But the face of the Monday Night Raw and essentially the face of, of WWE is going to come out and basically say that the only reason why you're relevant is because of your men and sexualize the fact that they were with John Cena and Nikki uh, and, and Daniel Bryan. And for me personally, I felt that kind of defeated the purpose. It kind of went against what they've been trying to build up. No, no, you're looking at it the wrong way because the way she did it was perfect. She isolated them as the remnants or the leftovers of the diva movement and what the diva movement stand for because that's what it was the diva the diva championship was not the women's championship they still glorified them as uh i don't want to say valets but they were definitely uh they were definitely not where the women are now so they, none of them? they were definitely really? more none of them huh none of them were well, you, you mean how they are? No, not not all saying, of them were like they had, that. They had, they, they may have been called the divas at the time, but I, you know, we had one of the best women's champions. Whether it was a divas title or a women's title, it doesn't matter. AJ Lee was one of the best wrestlers that we've seen in years. And given she may not be a Charlotte Flair, but she was much better than a lot of the talent before her, which it was a women's yeah. title. And then it got switched to Divas. I get what you're saying. Yeah, she's the leftovers, yeah. but so is Natalia. And I mean, I'm just saying, like her best friend, her sidekick, the member of that Divas division, is a woman, is a member of who's there because of her family as well. Who so so do so do me a favor with her husband. Yeah, but but hear me out on this. When you think Divas title, what do you really think about what women wrestling is like now? I'm not no, shooting them down. Not, there's a no, there's a I hell know, of a lot of wrestlers there. I'm really hoping that we get to see Molina uh, coming out. I am Michelle McCool. There were some good wrestlers, but unfortunately, it's not the wrestlers that you got to complain about as much as who was running the show. And you had all this quality talent with the Divas Championship, but they also put too much into their looks as well and too much of the show. And now you've got and AJ Lee, I think, finally broke the glass on it to where it, it, it opened it up and it made it to where, hey, what the hell are we doing wrong here? They're still great looking, but we don't need to focus on looks. They've got the talent for it now. And that's when they decided to change it to the women's championship when when you got the four horsewomen to finally solidify everything. So I think that's where she went with it. Because if you really think about it, back when the Diva Championship first came around, man, it, no one cared and they were doing they were doing more stupid uh, they weren't doing the stupid pudding wrestling matches as much anymore but they but they definitely weren't doing what they're doing now but i think that's ultimately what she was punched at it was that may have been what her underlying statements were but it wasn't she could have easily made the same got the same effect by saying but just by going after them and their wrestling talent. The fact they lack any talent. Not, I'm not saying they do, because I think that Nikki Bella actually does really well in the ring. Um, maybe not Brie Bella, but Nikki Bella, I feel, is, is a pretty damn good talent. Um, obviously, people are going to say that she's not, because she came around from the Divas and her brand and her looks and stuff like that. But Nikki Bella can perform, and she has for the last two years that she was wrestling before she got injured. Um but she could. Which they also made. Under- she also made a comment about stealing their uh, the the guy's skill uh, uh, set moves though too, which is true. They have done that. Bree has not so much Nikki, uh, but it, I mean, she could have got the same same fa- uh, effects by just talking about the wrestling. The fact that they may not have any talent sure. or something like Absolutely. that. But she went the route of you're here because of the man you slept with. That that's basically the same thing as as. As going against and saying that uh, when you're trying to build this evolution that women are strong and all this and that, I just feel like that 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 angle could have been more effective by doing it a different different way. Um, got the same effect, but kind of gone a different path. And that just I feel like the way you did it just kind of brought back, kind of took a couple steps back in, in my eyes. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I see. So. I see what you're saying. It's, you you definitely see it from both sides. I mean, I get I I see what you're saying, and I definitely see where Rhonda's coming from on it too. 
once again, I'm going to pull out the, I've been watching it for too many years kind of thing, but uh, I, I, I thoroughly do enjoy watching the women wrestle now because of the fact they're actually wrestling, that they're actually doing things. They're, oh, absolutely. You know, you got Charlotte Flair doing flips and everything, jumping off and every, off the top rope and everything. I mean, that's stuff you wouldn't see even five, ten years ago during the Diva Revolution. There was only Lita doing the moonsault mm-hmm. and a couple other things. They weren't jumping, doing corkscrews outside and everything like that. So Yeah, agreed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, well, uh, you know, try to get some more stuff done and kind of narrow down a little bit um i know that some of these batteries are kind of going down a little bit yep. so uh let's um there's a, wait wait let's make th- sure we're, we're make sure we're it's not the personal battery as much as it's this crappy cell phone battery thank you very much got it and, got oh, it. and you know what i'm gonna go and say it it's this see it's plugged in it's into this stupid pod and it's all the way in and it's just not keeping charge so i'm blaming the pod Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, there was a, <laughs> setting ovation. Was a, setting ovation. Uh, wonderful visible. pod. Wonderful. <laughs> the pod of sleep I will be sleeping in tonight. There you go. Oh, why didn't we uh, think about that sooner, man? Dang it! it was, it's the pod of wrestling. <laughs> oh, oh man! man. There you go. Light bulb. Glorious. <laughs> Uh, so this week was a pretty monumental week for WWE and its second brand. Um, SmackDown Live obviously had its thousandth episode on Tuesday night. Um, basically, wasn't really much of a show with the exception of bringing people back and showing them who's there and having their moments, kind of like they'd done with Raw. And every time they've always had a reunion show, kind of so to speak. Um, with this show, we had some people come back. Obviously, we started off with the McMahons, which we saw Vince McMahon show up. I don't care what anyone says. Anytime that Vinnie Mac shows up, it's a great time. Um, I love seeing the guy in the ring. Um, Shane O'Mac came back, been gone. Um, I would say he's been gone, he's been gone since before WrestleMania, right? Is he, was he at no, WrestleMania? He's been gone for a while. No, he was. Yeah. He was at WrestleMania this year because he fought with Daniel Bryan. So he was at WrestleMania. That's and then he introduced Paige as the GM, and that was pretty much it. Correct. Um, so, you know, obviously that we saw, you know, they, they should, they made their appearance on truth TV or the second episode we've gotten of truth TV, which <laughs> is fantastic. And <laughs> I, I'm just going to throw it out there. If Carmella could quit wrestling and just come out there and do a show with, with, with our truth and, uh, rock that dress. I, yes, I'm on board. I, so. I, I am. I am too. <laughs> wow. So we just got done talking about women's evolution and you just threw it back to before the Divas. I did. That, so was, that was straight. Here's the thing. That was here's straight Francine ECW level, man. Come on. Here's here's where I go with that. I'm not sex I'm not trying to sexualize women's wrestling. Uh we all agree that Carmella's not the greatest wrestler on the ta- on the on the brand. So by letting her do the mic stuff, which she's fantastic at. Just calling it how I see it, and you and, know? and and not to mention, uh, it was it was Vince who threw up the the, the second part of the seven second dance party, which I just died when he's like dance party for or dance break. I was just like I was done. I was yep. on the floor laughing, dying, dude. And we can't say she's there because of the men she was with, because the men she was with are no longer there. So hey, it is what exactly. it is. Good um, but we also saw the return of. Uh, edge went back and doing the cutting edge with mm-hmm. Becky. Um, we saw Evolution return. Oh, which, dude, man, that was fantastic. And, and here's was. the thing we had the cutting edge and with Evolution, and both of them had some heat to them. Uh, we talked about you know Rhonda giving her her lines to the Bellas, uh, but. Hey Edge, why don't you get out of the ring? And when you do, make sure you don't hurt yourself and injure your neck again. Just like, wow, Becky yeah. just yeah, just retired your ass again, and I like it. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, I'm with it. Uh, and the evolution. So we saw Ric Flair, Batista, which I was surprised to actually see Batista there. Right. Flair and Randy Orton. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna withhold my thoughts on it. Uh, Mind Freak, what were your thoughts on Evolution being there? 
So it, it kind of goes back to the week before when you know you know they've been hyping it up and then when they're like yeah evolution will be here I'm like wait what like like everybody from evolution like even even Batista I was just like awesome let's go and then just just for for me you know because I was a fan of Batista growing up whatnot just and then you know what he's done in Hollywood and all that stuff Drax is awesome but just the fact to see him in the ring again but with with evolution it it was surreal. And the promo that he gave, the reason he did it and all that stuff, and then, you know, just praising everybody, you know, like, you know, Randy Orton's done this, Ric Flair's done this, Triple H has done this, and all this stuff, except beat me. That, that there was just like, that stare down, I was just like, oh, I, yes. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard for me to put into words. We had Randy. Randy threw out his shade at Batista when he was giving his little quick promo. Um, but yeah, Batista and Triple H, where Rick had to get in the middle and break them up, and it was like, okay, where's this leading to? Because we've already seen that and seen the rumors that, that Batista wants to come back and Batista wants to match with Triple H. Given we've gotten these teasers with Hunter before, obviously with The Rock, and we still we've done that oh, three years ago. Yeah. Um, actually, I believe. No, four years ago. Four years ago this month was when we got that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Batista and the Triple H thing is more likely to come to fruition than the Rock and Triple H. I would see that match. I'd be interested in seeing that. Oh, yeah. I actually thought that Randy was going to come out and Hunter was going to look at him like, do it. And he was going to RKO Batista out of nowhere. You know, yeah. we have because if you remember back, the evolution kind of basically ended the night after that Randy won the title for the first time and Hunter gave down. and Batista bomb middle of the ring. So I thought I would have been like full circle to see triple H look back at Randy, like do it. And then all of a sudden Batista turns around with the mic and boom, RKO and hell that could have ended the show for all I care. Um, Vader, do you have any thoughts on evolution? It was nice the seeing him out there. I, I'm I'm hoping that they do bring my 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 camera's back. I hope they do bring the, the Batista Triple H match back. That's that's what I wouldn't mind watching to see. Uh, they did perfect heat for it, so I'm looking forward to seeing what they move with it. Um, I got a little nervous though, man. If you guys didn't notice that when they were first coming in, how very slow Ric Flair was getting into the ring. Yeah, unfortunately, you. He's not a spring chicken. We know that. But now I think you're starting to see to the point that he's uh, he's getting to that age. And uh, I, I don't want to hear about the news. You know, we already there was already a wrestler that, that passed away this week. Uh, so uh, it was kind of it was nice to see him all together. But I'm hoping that we don't. That's not the last, not the last time, time we get to see him all together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because if you look at it, uh, I mean, I, I, when he got in the ring, he was doing his woo woo and his, his shimmy and shake. And but yeah, when he was walking down and kind of doing his thing, is like very reminiscent of starting to see the last times we saw Bruno come into the ring. Um, yeah. And look at the last time Bruno was in the ring, and we lost him not too much later after that. Uh, so I don't think we're gonna. I don't think that's gonna come anytime soon. I hope not. Obviously, Ric Flair is a legend and arguably the greatest wrestler to, to ever grace the, mm-hmm. the four corners. Um, but no, I, I was excited to see them. I was always a fan of Evolution. I'm not going to lie. I, Ric Flair has never been one of my favorites. Um, it's one of those where I respect the talent, not necessarily the role. Um, just because, you know, I, I was always, you know, I, I like Dusty Rhodes, you know, and other, you know, kind of things like that. Um, but Obviously, I'm a, I'm a big Randy Orton fan. I'm a big Triple H fan. And uh, I'm a pretty decent uh, Batista fan. So seeing the four of them and what the what Evolution did, I thought the faction itself was fantastic. So it was great seeing them all in the ring. Um, I do, Like I said, I do hope that, that we do see this Batista and Triple H feud pop up sometime. Uh, I think that would be more entertaining than Triple H and Undertaker. Um, yes, absolutely. So, and then, uh, so... We saw Ray Mysterio come back. Obviously, that was a, uh, a big comeback. He beat Shinsuke Nakamura, and he's taking the match for uh, part of the World Cup qualifying and moving into yeah, that the match. Yeah, the World Cup, which has mostly American wrestlers. <laughs> that is true. That yeah. is true. Yeah. Uh, 
there, you know, and we'll, we'll try to make this really quick. Um, tag team titles. Yeah, we got we got exactly what we said we didn't want, you know, and that's quick thoughts well, on that. We, the, the, the the only thing I had to say is the only thing I have to say is why is Big Show coming out and helping them get the title? That's the only thing I'm going to say about that. So it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward with that. Yeah, what's up with these three man factions? No, well, I'm cool with that. I'm hoping that you know, maybe never know, we might get some six man tag team belts in there to compete with the rest of the organizations out there. I don't know, but I'm actually hoping that what this does is it's going to give them an t- opportunity to separate Big E and let him have a feud with Big Show. Hopefully, progress him into a singles. It may still, you know, are we talking about how the 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 Shield don't need to be in the faction at all times, can still one off and do their own thing. We, I think we can still see that with the New Day. Keep the New yep. Day together, but they can still do their one-off matches. And I think this could be the great opportunity to get the New Day or get Big E into that main spotlight. You know, Big Show, Rusev makes his way, you know, off past that. Samoa Joe, I mean, he's 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 a guy who can compete with all these guys. And I think this could be the start, our starting point to see that. Yeah, uh, I can see that. So, I mean, obviously, we got another title change. The bar, we're going to end up seeing them fight again. It's it's a round robin. At least yeah. it wasn't the revival. <laughs> Thank God. Right. Um, <clears throat> two, we're gonna, you know, there's two more things we're going to talk about before we get out of here tonight. Um, there was obviously an absence of talent and superstars who are known and are synonymous with SmackDown and the Blue Plan. Yep. Uh, we did one get, of them started the damn variant. <laughs> that is true. So we got a we got a tweet, we got a video message, and we got a complete null and void. Um, and those three talents: John Cena, The Rock, and Chris Jericho. Um, yeah, I, I will leave this open open forum for you guys, and we'll kind of see what you guys want to talk about. Which one of those first, or your thoughts on on the three of them not being around? Uh, I was disappointed to not see The Rock because Rock started the show. I mean, that was his that was his whole thing. Um, I understood why Chris Jericho wasn't going to be there uh, because he's got a lot of stuff going on right now himself. Um, I was hoping to see a lot more people coming back. Uh, I, I was really but really the rock because the rock is is the foundation of the Smackdown. They, he, he came up with the phrase. They moved with it. He, he built the show initially. So to not see him there was disappointing, understandable, but at the same time, disappointing. I'm sure he could have figured out a way to be able to come out. Agree. Um, I mean, yeah, and the fact that we just got a a tweet that they read online, um, I thought it was kind of weak. The fact that is The Rock, he's, I know he's filming movies and doing whatever he's got to be doing. um, But man, I mean, he wasn't at, at Raw 25. He wasn't at WrestleMania. He talks about how he wants to come back, but yeah, he's not there. And these are a one time showing up for a one day thing. I, I, you know, it's like you can't just pay for a flight and show up. It's the freaking rock. It's expensive um, though, man. Have you ever seen first class tickets, man? It's pretty rough. Oh, first class. We talking about it's private jet, man. We talking about yeah. Rock. <laughs> uh, but then John Cena, John Cena, we've barely seen him. We've seen him once in the last eight months, um, six months, because he was at the Greatest Royal Rumble. But you know, he, I know he's filming. I know he's doing his thing. But it's like, dude, come! On. You could you sent a video promo. It just would have been nice for him to show up and be there. I mean, after The Rock left, Undertaker, at least the Undertaker showed up. I mean, the four biggest guys. I mean, the three biggest guys to run were SmackDown essentially over the last twenty years: The Rock, Undertaker, John Cena. The only one that showed up was the Undertaker. Even though it took him half the show to get to the ring to end the show out. <laughs> Um, to say the exact same thing he said the night before Rest on Monday and it was like we waited the we waited 20 minutes for you to walk just to say that like really we watched that last night come on now give us something yeah. different um, and yeah Chris Jericho obviously he's got the Jericho Cruise coming up in the next couple of weeks knows what this what the what the the relationship is there with Vince the fact that he is the you know IWGP Intercontinental Champion. Maybe that's some. Uh, I saw a, a tweet that he said he wasn't invited and nobody asked him to be there. Uh, if that's the case, well, maybe they are looking for him not to come back anytime soon because of what he's doing everywhere else. Uh, I mean, if you look at Trish Jericho, is possibly one of the big, as obviously had always has been 
But as yeah. far as wrestling goes, he's one of the you know top wrestling and talents that's going on outside of WWE right now. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, it, I mean, you is, is that the Bucks of Jericho shirt you're wearing? Also, is it a Bucks of Jericho or Y two Jack Y two Jackson? You know, nice. Um, so yeah, that's uh kind of what we we ended up with that. Um, that was Smack or SmackDown one thousand. It was it was a great show as far as being able to see some of these talents come back and reminisce and, and watch people from the past. And all that stuff, yeah. As all these shows ever are, um, as far as wrestling goes, um, we talked about the, the tag teams. Um, it was great to see the Usos get a win over AJ and Daniel Bryan, um, mm-hmm. a clean win at that. Yeah, I was not yeah. expecting that, so I'm happy that they didn't job the Usos out. I was, I was afraid that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, but before we get out of here. You guys have any other last thoughts or, or comments you want to make? Well, I'd like to thank Malice Corp for allowing us to host the show as I'm coming to you live from the pod room that uh, apparently you can't see now because my battery power sucks. Uh, <laughs> but Malice Hyping Corp is, is where you want to go to see all of our podcasts from before. You can go to the link there uh, and also see all the other shows. Remember to always uh, check us out Friday nights, uh, Malice Corp, Malice Hyphen Corp on Twitch at 8 p.m. Uh, it's Malice Corp. Uh, it's it's twitchtv.com backslash uh, Malice Corp uh, every Friday night, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you don't catch us there, you can obviously go and check us out on YouTube and Stitcher. Uh, but, of course, make sure you check us out on uh, not only YouTube, but also we're on iTunes and uh, podcasts. Uh, dot com make sure you like our stuff uh, make sure you give us comments uh, and, and let everyone know we're out there uh, we appreciate all of our new followers on twitter and uh, once again we do this for you guys and uh, thank you very much for checking us out tonight there you go i did my plug yeah outside yeah. Of sandy um, outside of malice corp and mouse smack talk where can we find you guys Vader. Well, right now you can find me in a pod room in freaking san francisco um <laughs> but if you're not but if you're not in san francisco uh you can follow me at masonic vader uh on playstation and masonic vader 71 uh actually on playstation masonic vader 71 and masonic vader on twitter uh i think instagram too i don't know uh follow malice corpus Ma- follow malice smack talk <laughs> forget about me i'll just chime in every once in a while Dynamite drop in. Dynamite drop in. Boom. Thank you. Uh, Running here. (laughs) Running in the blind here. Uh, With me, you guys always find me um, at uh, what is at Twitter at MindFreakMLG. You can find me. Should be up in the corner, you know, as it usually is. (laughs) Uh, Find me on Instagram at just underscore MindFreak and right here and on uh, Twitch at Twitch.tv/slash/BTBMindFreak with all the different gaming action that comes my way all right and you can find me on um, instagram and twitter at a bearded master as well as on twitter at a boot to the face um always talking wrestling hit me up let's talk wrestling get your comments out there have a little debate i'm all good for that um i like talking about other things outside wwe on there too so i'm not just talking about wwe raw smackdown and pay-per-views talking new japan ring of honor Gains an impact, and like last week after I went to the show and saw Santana Garrett wrestle, uh, Women Are Wrestling, which is going to be, which filmed and going to be starting showing in January for the new season. Um, but wrestling, anything, bring it on. Let's talk. Let's do this. Um, and that's why we're here. We're three guys who love talking wrestling. We're here every week and going to give you the best content we could possibly give you guys. So with that, Masonic Bader, you want to close it out? Well, of course, like I always do. Uh, hopefully our producer is ready to go. We always finish off with the one, two, three. He's not there. Ding, ding, ding. There. there we go. <laughs> Once again, small podcast at its finest. Thank, thank you, everyone, for tuning in and checking us out. Thank you very much, for uh, Marty, for uh, Bearded Master, for uh, hosting tonight. Always thanks, Mind Freak, for coming in and giving us that comedy relief. He's the Bob Euchre of the show. Gotta love it. Um, <laughs> wow. But thank you so much, guys. You have a wonderful night. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, we'll be doing Evolution pre-show and potentially be dressing up some other ways. Uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe Halloween will mix in there. Right. Uh, so. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah, thank just, you so just wanna, much, guys. 
Yep, and last thing, just want to say thank you to Vader for being our wonderful call-in guest tonight. We hope to see you again soon. Yes, yes, I really appreciate. I really appreciate you guys letting me call in today. Um, I almost feel like I need to talk to uh, Big Show now. Uh, hey man, do you need a, like a what? Uh, uh, I'm an experienced water boy, and uh, I, I think I could really do well. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, How old got, are you? Nine, ten. I got a I got a question for uh, Captain Insano. Captain Insano, I got a question for you. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, kid. You, you know what's fantastic about that segment? Not only do we see a Paul White because he wasn't even the Big Show yet; he was Paul White at the time. But the com uh, the announcer and the interviewer was good old Kevin Kelly, and yes. that is fantastic. And you know, and if you don't know this already, I, I know you guys are starting to get into it. Not too much yet. Uh, Kevin Kelly is the main commentator for New Japan Wrestling. He um, so he's every pay per view and show that he's he's the commentator. And it's he's fantastic at it. Um, so you know, just some throwback <laughs> Thursday information for you there. There you yes, go. Sir. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you so much. You guys have a wonderful night. We'll talk to you next week. All right. You guys have a good See night. See you guys later. Yeah. The pedigree that's got to be over.